Hi, buddy. Hello, David Christian Mal. How art thou? I am fucking great. Wow. You look awesome, dude. I you feel... Got, you got that HP glow about you. <sighs> what a day. Wow. You're what? like exuding like fish burritos right what? now. <laughs> Super <laughs> right. You got fish burrito coming out of your Fish skin. burrito and chips and salsa. Fish burrito, and chips and salsa. A lot of sun, a lot of surf, a lot of sand. What a great day. Yeah. No. Very, well, very In the middle of what you're going through. Opening the new shop, which is exciting news. We just Thank talked you. about that on Thank the previous you. podcast, yes. which is super awesome. Hey, so I'm going to make this one a little bit about you, more more than a little bit about you, because right. I am curious, and we're just going to do five minutes on it, right? Okay, I'll, I'll be brief, I promise. So, the old Japanese guys, when we were co-executive chefs at Wabi, at Wabi right? Yeah. Yeah. That, Jap- that generation is aging out. You're not getting a I, lot of old... I think they've aged out already. For sure. But Easily. They're like old... It's like Frank Panza at the Santa Anita Turf Club. Uh, you know what I mean? What a legend. Like, yeah. Yes. Rest in peace, Frank. Yes. Um, but like that idea that, um, you know, old bartenders don't stick around forever and then whatever. Dude, I'm aging out. Well, that's a different <laughs> podcast. <laughs> okay. Exactly. But let's talk about the old Japanese guys. Yes. Like these Jap- old Japanese guys are either getting old too, old too old to work. They're not importing a bunch of old Japanese guys from They're Japan. Importing. Well, I don't know, dude. No, Maybe they right. put them in shipping containers. That's different. Yeah. But so wh- who are the new guys that are that you are training to cut fish? And I'm just going to throw out, I mean, are we talking, um, you know, Mexican or Central yes. American kitchen guys? Uh, yes. Are we talking Are we talking L.A. hipsters? Are we talking young Asian guys that are learning to cut fish? So like, we hired this guy, Yoichi. Uh, he works, nine. he's a nine-to-five guy, Monday through Friday. He works for, like, a Japanese trading company. Um, he came in, actually, I, I believe, to sell to us at the beginning. And then we were like, so, you know, talking about our, our, our program, what we're doing with dry aging. And he was like, you know, I used to be sushi chef. And I was like, Really? Do you ever have any interest of getting back in the game? He's like, well, and he's a surfer guy. So we already kind of like clicked just by finding that out. And uh, he was like, I would really like to get back into it, but I can only do it on Saturdays and Sundays. So we said, look, it'd be great to have you behind the bar. I don't even know if you're good because, uh, you know, it's it's a bike, basically bike muscle. You, mm-hmm. you, you get back on it, you, you know, those muscles engage and you're right back on it. And he came in and worked with us, and the first night I said, ah, oh, man, it'd be so great to have you. And he's like, oh, I'd really love to work with you guys, what you guys are so doing. So Japanese guy. Japanese guy. Man. Wow, nice. And um, then and then who else is coming up? I mean, so, kids out of, no one's coming out of culinary school cutting fish, right? Uh, you, I mean, you get, and I, I, I can't say I've ever been to culinary school. I mean, I went to culinary, like, in college, but, you know, I think maybe the third year you probably touch fish, maybe. Um, we hired one guy that was... Uh, culinary school uh and then work at like one of the nozawa restaurants uh filipino kid sharp really good uh young kid i mean everyone's gonna be young compared to me uh we had him come in and and he brought his knives and i just said hey uh what are you doing tonight nothing would you like to work on the bar i'd love to see your nigiri i'd like to see your style and maybe a couple couple hours would be great just to see your style he's like man i'd love to jumped on the sushi bar jumped on my station i worked the pass and i watched him great Awesome. Offered him a job right away. Nice. And he was so stoked um, of, as far as what we're doing, the dry aging, the way we approach our rice. We make everything in-house. And he was like, I'd love to work with you guys. He already had a job lined up. And he was like, you know what? Fuck that other job. I'm going to work with you. I'm yeah. going to work with you guys. So let me ask you another question. Do you think that sushi is you, is losing some of its cultural significance or cultural connection in the sense that it's Japanese, as the old these older Japanese guys are starting to age out, are you? There's always going to be a, a very traditional place around, uh, especially LA, of, of that very 
um, old school way of Japanese. That that style of sushi is always going to got no. I, that's a, that, that's a that's a given, right? The mainstream though, got it. The given that's it's a that's a given. So bastardized. You, the, that's a given. So I guess what the question is I'm asking is, do you think that not you, but you've been around a lot, but do you think that that's inevitable that it's going to lose that connection as as a lot of this older generation? I mean, if you if you are 75, let's say you've been you let's say, hypothetically say you're old Japanese sushi chef, right? You're 75. Yeah, you've been cutting fish in Southern California since I don't know the 80s. Let's yeah. just say that there's one, there's a couple of those guys, totally. right? Yeah. Like, do you think that his or I shouldn't say his, but they're ba- his actually because old yeah. Japanese, yeah, they're all, all dudes. Um, do you think that that cultural um, uh, centering point is you can that can get passed on, or is it getting kind of um, diluted, for lack of a better? It's term? being diluted heavily, uh, but there's always, like I said, there's always going to be some fragments of that left sprinkled around L.A., probably Orange County. I just don't think kids have any interest in it anymore, uh, unless they're. Maybe their parents or someone that has a, maybe owns a restaurant. Maybe even then, uh, yeah. It's it's it's. I'm a little worried about yeah. the traditional places. I mean, they're always going to be here and there. But as far as like the way I was trained, I, I don't I don't know many people are, are being trained that way anymore. So if if you were to be trained that way. Could you be trained that way in Japan? Like if you packed oh, it up? Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's God, still God. yeah, but just in America, like the way to do it that way. There's not much money in it, man. To be honest, yeah. yeah. Unless you're charging like three hundred, four hundred, maybe five hundred on omakase. Totally, totally, and totally. You've yeah. got maybe like a twelve seat sushi bar, and you're yeah. doing three turns a night. Maybe depending on what your rent is, it's just not. I mean, there's not much money in it, man. It, it's just it's kind of sad yeah. the way that the expense of fish right now. The lack of fish, like, I mean, that's another topic, but it's just hard right now. Like, for our project, we're really lucky that I'm using all my stupid contacts from back in the day to get us fish. And we've kind of bypassed a lot of distributors, so we could do this project and, and be profitable. It's the only way. Yeah. The, the old model's dead. There's no way of just buying from a distributor half-cut loins or big fish. Like, there's not enough space. There's not enough talent to do it. Like, the way we're trying to hire, it's like, we had to do a blitz hiring, and we we hired some pieces, but they weren't good enough. They were just enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah to, totally. to open the doors. Yeah. So the, the, there's two new hotshot kids I got coming in next week. Unfortunately, I'll be in Hawaii. But when I get back, it's going to be all right, kids. I'm going to make you fucking assassins. Let's go. Let's yeah. Take on this journey, and I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm, I mean, that's the that's the twinkles in their eye, like the happiness I saw when we talked about like what we're going to do, and them that guy working on the on the pro on the station. Um, his, you know. What do you think? Kid? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm so fucking excited. I was like, that's what I want to see. Yeah, cool. I'm hiring you because of your, your, your stoked. So I, I, let's end the podcast on this then. Like you may be diluting some of the culture as some of these old guys age out, but if you can instill enthusiasm in kids, maybe that's where the magic happens. But really like I, I'm taking all the things I was taught. Uh, like I was telling the kid I worked with like, Hey, you're wasting your movements. And he was like, what the fuck's that mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you're going to go over there, like, make sure there's six things you could have done instead of, like, two. And he's like, what's that mean? I'm like, try to be efficient with your fucking time and movements. And he's like, I've never fucking thought about that way. Mime is money. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best. It's the best final tap in line ever. It's so right. God bless Billy Crystal. Come on, come on, come on. Mime is money. Mime is, That's good. Mime is money. But the, 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 just the kid, his, like, happiness of, like, learning just that sentence was like, Man, that's why I want to work with you guys. I see, like, 
your passion and I've got passion. I want to be better. And I was like, well, I'll make you a fucking assassin. He was like, good. I'm like, these skills we're going to give you. Yes, we're going to pay you better than most people. But on the back end, the things that you're going to learn in the next couple months are going to blow your mind. And I hope that will enough, not just the money, but that will be enough to make you happy to come to work at once. Well, and then two, and I'll, I'll leave it on this one. Um, I like that idea of engineering your own obsolescence. That you get to a point in your life where you understand that it's not about you. It's not about being cool guy in the room. When I did this TV um, audition thing, you know, I told them at this point in my career, I'm not, I'm not in, I'm not here to be the best chef in the world. I never will be, but I'm here to make everybody else the best chef in the, in, yeah. in the room. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that's what I'm about. So to to give yourself um, to be in a headspace where you understand that you can pretty much give away everything you have. That's it pretty makes rad. You better. It yeah. really makes, and I'll tell you what, like I've never thought of myself as a really good teacher. Um, but the reward of, of showing something, just breaking down fish or whatever, but showing it and, and have it like almost shown it back to you in real time of someone go, Hey chef, I, I thought about that thing you were telling me about cutting the fish and you know, bubble. And you see them break down their fish. You're like, wow, that five minutes or 10 minutes. It took me to explain this to them. There it is. Now this motherfucker knows how to do this shit. I don't have to do this anymore. Thank God. Or yeah. now I can work on efficiency and be better. But it's it's one of the best rewards of like it's like teaching my kids something. But um, but someone that like I have no relationship at all, just as, as far as work. But them taking it so seriously to me is it's fucking it's rewarding. Man. Well, and it's like I I think I told you about no I didn't tell you about this one. A few months ago, it was cold at my house, and I was making uh, pound cake batter. Okay, right. And I was using the stand mixer. Okay. And the butter wasn't creaming with the sugar quite the way I wanted because I like it. I mean, I'm not much of a baker, but I can make a hell of a goddamn pound cake. But um, it just wasn't the right texture because it was cold. The butter was. Yeah. And I literally didn't even think about it. I put my hands under the stand mixer and I put my hands around the bowl to warm it. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. And I literally, Elaine up at High Sierra Pack Station was the one that told me that, showed me that trick. And I love that I did it involuntarily. I didn't think about it. You know what I mean? I was like, I did it. And I'm like, look over my shoulder. like, hey, Elaine, thank you. You know yeah. what I mean? And th if you can pass on those moments to other chefs, you know, or other human beings in, in, in any kind of realm, really. But let's just take it in the in the, um, to the sense of our craft. You know, if you can have someone do something later on and just not even remember it was you that told them, that shit's fucking it's, rad, too. It's, it's, yeah. it's a reward in its own, man. Because I know, like I said, I, my ass is aging out. It's not just the Japanese guys. Like, yeah. I'm approaching 50. I don't want to be behind a sushi bar anymore. Yeah. Like in a full-time thing where I have to be there. Yeah. We, we talked about it. What, you, dude, you, if you had your own little boutique omakase place where you didn't really need to worry about making that much money and you were yeah. three nights a week here at Huntington Beach yeah. and that's all you did? Yeah. Rad. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. I don't know if I'm there. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Whoa, dude, you will get there. I don't want to. Well, pay, keep passing that on, Cody. I will, son. I will. I will, brother. I will, brother. Go sharpen your goddamn knives. Go knives. sharpen your goddamn Well, knives. thanks for jumping in this one of the Dave and Cody Show, formerly Memphis Mondays. I still have to rebrand all our, all of our God stuff. Goddamn, what way. are we going to do? I don't know. I'll figure it out later right. on. You have, a, you have a kid. You let Uncle Dave do it. All right. Thanks for jumping <laughs> in, guys.